Here's this week's students on John Logan's School of Thought. Good afternoon and welcome to School of Thought. And today I have an awesome foursome with me from Yanchip Rise Primary School. Sophia, Mary, Xavier and Brayden. How you going, guys? Yeah, good. Very good. good. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Now, now, before we get into the topics that you've selected for the show today, I'd like to ask you all the same question. It's a brain starter, something to get us thinking. Sophia, I'm going to start with you. Who is the most important person in the world to you and why? Well, uh, probably my mum because she's always there for me and she makes me feel safe and I really like her and she does a lot of things around the house for me and my siblings. How about you, Mary? Well, for me, it's probably my mum my mom because she's, well, like Sophia said, she's always there for me when I need her and she's also a brilliant cook. Let's turn to the boys. Brayden? Probably my sister because she gives me a sense of responsibility and I need to look after her. And you, Xavier? Mine's probably my mum because she just takes care of me a lot. She's always there. Mums do so much for us, really, don't they? Yeah. Xavier, you selected maths to talk about today, Um, but are there any particular types of maths that you're more interested in than others? I'm really interested in BODMAS, which stands for brackets, order, division, multiplication addition and subtraction. Why are you so keen on that? It's really challenging and I like how it doesn't have one operation. It has nearly all of them in one question. Well, we use maths in everyday life, don't we? Yeah. And you're into problem solving. I know you're a logical thinker. That's what I've been told anyway. Please share with us, uh, why do you think um, maths is good when it comes to solving problems logically? It's gives like solving problems logically like it helps you develop common sense like of how to do things in the topic would you describe yourself as a matter of fact person yes so maths is some say maths is a pure science so you like the right and wrongs do you of life yeah why do you like the right and wrongs I like getting things like the reason why I like getting things right is because I feel like I've achieved something Now, when I was growing up, when I was a kid of your age, and you're 11, aren't you? Yes. Now, when I was 11, adding up, subtracting, dividing, and multiplying, we used to do without gadgets. We didn't have gadgets. We didn't have technology like you kids have today. So, Xavier, what do you think about the gadgets that you have today? Do you think they're useful, or do you think they're making us lazy, our brains lazy? The gadgets that we use today, like calculators, phones, laptops... Makes us, yeah, like you said, lazy that we don't actually try uh, think about it and answer it with our heads. We just let a computer do everything. What do you reckon, Sophia? Do you reckon that we've got all these gadgets today that basically we become a bit lazy? Well, not really. I think it gives us like a bit of extra help. Like I remember sometimes I search up answers um, like online and then sometimes I don't really trust it. So then I try doing it myself. Okay, so if we go into a supermarket and everything crashes, do you think you'd be able to add up in your head? Depends like 
how many things I've bought. Like, if I've gone, like, grocery shopping and I got, like, a lot of, like, dinner and stuff like that, I think I probably would be able to. Mary, does it concern you that the gadgets may be making us lazy, that we're getting too reliant on technology? Yeah, because, like, nowadays, a lot of kids are using gadgets and um, people are starting to rely on them when they need help for doing equations. Like, say, for example, a kid might at home might be doing an assignment and they might need to look up something but it's not gonna well give give them you know it's like not gonna give them a good grade because they basically just used uh, the help of some technology and if people are starting to rely on you know like technology if something like they needed to use a calculator there and they didn't have it then they wouldn't be able to you know find out the answer and it would it would make them struggle a lot what's your view Brayden? yeah pretty much the same with mary like if you get u- too used to using technology to answer maths questions, then you're not really getting used to using the procedure in your head. Okay, now when I was a kid, when I was 11, we used to have what we call rote learning. Do you guys know what rote learning is? No. no. Rote learning is when you learn by repetition. So we'd have our times tables, you know, five, fives are 25, five, sixes are 30, five, sevens are 35, and so on. And we'd go over and over and over again. How do you learn your times tables today? At school, we have a booklet that has times tables questions that we do every day, 50 questions, and we do, we do that every day. It's up to 12 times tables, and it's really helped me. Is it the same sort of booklet? Yeah. Every yeah. day, that is. Yeah. So it's a little bit like rote learning in a way, I yeah. guess. You yeah. keep on repeating the same thing over and over until it is instilled into your brain, so to speak. It's students having their say. John Logan's School of Thought. I've been joined this afternoon by Sophia, Xavier, Brayden and Mary from the Yanship Rise Primary School. Some of you are 11, some of you 12. I'm 61. How about that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> now, Mary, you're centre stage. All of a sudden, you're centre stage. Um, I understand you're the go-to girl when it comes to um, music, that you've got the beat at uh, Yanship Rise Primary School, so to speak. What's your favourite music and why? Probably alternative indie because of how – well, because of the beat, honestly, it can be quite – well, it can be quite harsh, but it can be quite calming, calming at the same time. I bet you've got plenty of favourite artists. Tell us about some of them. Well, one of what am I? My if I could probably list that my top favourite would probably be Mitski. She is a thirty-year-old singer and songwriter who also is a musician, and she commonly uses. I don't know if you have seen, but she does use a guitar quite often. And another one would probably come right under would probably be Jack Stauber. He is 35 and he is a YouTuber, he animates, and he is also a songwriter and a singer. What are the most popular genres when it comes to kids of your age? Probably, thanks to TikTok, it's probably going to be alternative indie, rock or even pop. How about you being influenced by the likes of your grandparents and your parents and maybe older siblings when it comes to music? Has that happened? Um, yeah, who... Sophia, who is here with me today, she has also influenced me a lot and has with with music, and she has even even given me some a few song artists and stuff to listen to. 
How does music influence our lives? What impact does it have on us? Well, music by itself, it can help people relax and calm down, which some, well, people here might agree with. And it can be just honestly quite calming and it can it can influence people. Like music has been known to help people when listening to it can even help them, you know, do work and stuff. Now, your friend Sophia, you mentioned her earlier. She's sitting right next to you, so you better say all the right sorts of things so far you have. (laughs) Sophia, how has music influenced your life? Well, um, it certainly, like, it's like, it helps me study a lot and, like, it calms me down and, you know, that stuff. And it's like, probably Spotify is my most used app. Like, I listen to it, like, a lot. I listen it to it like every night where I, when I go to sleep like I put on my Google and then it just plays music um, and then like it impacts me by like helping me calm down and like uh, music yeah. helps you to study yeah, is that right like, it helps that me sounds like a great one actually to put to your parents <laughs> <laughs> does it work yeah it does I find it like hard to work in silence because I get bored like very easily um, and then like music sort of like disturbs not like disturbs me like that. So what happens like, when yeah. mum and dad? What happens when mum and dad are told by you um, that music calms me down and is great for me to study by? Do they believe you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, my mum, my mum listens to music a lot too. But she's not studying, is she? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just testing the waters here a little bit with you, Sophia. Xavier, how has music affected your life? Um, music has affected my life when, like. I'm by myself for quite a while after school and it's very, very silent at my house. So when I I play music, it helps me focus, it helps me be not bored. Brings out the best of you when you're feeling lonely. Yeah. Boys you up, in other words, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Brayden, what do you think? Well, I think it helps me focus when I'm doing, like, homework, assignments, it sort of gets you into the flow, you know. I think you borrowed that line from Sophia, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Let's go back to you, Mary. <laughs> Music has changed a lot over the years, of course. Now, with the technologies, you can do all sorts of things with sound, which you couldn't do in my era. It was the raw voice and the raw <laughs> musical instruments. What do you think about that? Well, in my opinion, I don't think nowadays it's really helped because because now most people they actually okay no one get offended by this but they don't have such a great voice and <laughs> and um with technology now they're able to change that and make it sound and most people are quite famous they don't actually have quite a raw voice good raw voice when they're singing well when the, now when back in the old days most singers were actually really good and they didn't have that technology to kind of change it so yeah mary just by the way i've got a voice now my voice is about as good as you get in way in the, in the way of clearing a church you know like you know my parish priest he always says to me please don't sing i love you heaps but please don't sing because we want to keep the parishioners inside the church <laughs> So you've heard of the foghorn. <laughs> they named it after me, Mary. <laughs> Local students, their views. John Logan's School of Thought. Welcome back to School of Thought. And today's podcast comes courtesy of four great kids from Yanchip Rise Primary School, Xavier, Mary, Brayden and Sophia. Now, Sophia, I understand you want to talk about the impacts of social media, which is something that I think the wider community also needs to have a serious conversation about. Yeah. 
I know the uh, police are taking this um, very seriously. I understand that a former detective who's doing some work for the police came out and spoke to you kids at the school about it, especially some of the serious problems around social media. What did that person have to say? Oh, his name is Paul, and then he visited our class like a few weeks ago, um, like this term, uh, to tell us about like internet awareness and stuff like that, and like hackers, and like also he found six of our students' um, like accounts on social media before he even visited the school. So easy to get into accounts, isn't it? Yeah. I understand that even the federal police have actually been hacked into at one particular time. So there you go. I mean, no accounts are safe. These cyber criminals are out there everywhere. And what we're trying to do is look after you kids. Let's look at the safeguards for kids. Do you think the safeguards are strong enough? Probably not, given what I've just been talking about, but I don't want to influence your answer. Uh, What safeguards do the kids know about and what would you like to see? Well, one of the safeguards that I know about was like, you know, at the start of like, when you sign up for an app um, and then you got to put your age, like um, some apps think I'm over 200 years old. Like, you know, <laughs> like you can choose your birthday um, and all that stuff and like um, make your own email uh, without any like help from parents or anything like that. Um, also, like there's like verification and then kids, it's like very easy to verify yourself and, you know, like that. But it's, most social media apps are meant for like 13 years and older and like I'm I'm less than 13 years old I'm not even 13 yet I'm 12 um and like there's like TikTok I think it's 12 and over now yeah it's really important that parents and guardians play a part in this in the safeguards isn't it putting them in place and then talking to you kids and with you kids about the sorts of issues that you have most of our parents I'm pretty sure hopefully um like they teach you about like how to be safe online probably um and like to avoid strangers like asking you for your passwords and you know that all that stuff like where you live like your like private information sometimes people get bullied of course and sadly kids get bullied online through the likes of all sorts of um, social media facebook and all sorts of things don't they yeah and then there's like a lot of if people, like, post, like, a single video, like, if someone's being confident and, like, you know, just post a video, like, on TikTok, or, like, for example, um, and then all the comments, they're, like, shaming them and, like, uh, bullying them and telling them, like, no and, like, all that stuff. Are most of the kids opening up to other kids about these sorts of issues, about bullying? Um, I don't think so because, like, people might think kind of, like, embarrassing to get bullied online but it's really not because it's very very common like and then everybody probably would have gotten like bullied like online for just like a small thing how about social media in itself the platform i mentioned uh facebook and that but there's lots of other things out there of course oh, yeah. isn't there? like the most popular apps are probably facebook tiktok discord all those like facebook mostly older people like <laughs> Like, millennials use that, not really, like, um, younger kids, like, 15, 14, you know, like, all that's around that age. I'm pretty sure they don't really use it that much. So what sort of apps do you use? Well, I usually use um, TikTok, Discord, um, like, some other, like, texting apps, like, texting forums to message my friends, like, Netflix, um, and, like, music apps and reading apps. Catfishing is a really big problem, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is, definitely. So how easy is it to get caught up in catfishing? 
Well, it's very easy, actually. Like, you could meet someone online, and then、um, they would say they're like your age, like 12 years old, for example. And then you would start to like trust them more, and like you would be friends with them for a long time. And there you message them for like a lot of things, and、um, suddenly you want to like meet up. Xavier, are you concerned about catfishing?、Um, yes, I'm very concerned about it because. As Sophia said, they can be your age. They could say they live near you. They could find out what you are interested in, and try act like a really trustworthy person. And then, if you go meet them at like a park or something,、um, they could be like forty years old. So there are all sorts of undesirable people, unfortunately, out there. Most people in the world, kids, as you would have noticed, are really good kids, aren't they? And most people in the world are actually good. Most adults are, but there's a couple of scary types out there, Sophia. Oh yeah, like catfishing, like is a really big problem. Like、um, on other apps, like it's very easy to lie about what you look like. So someone could pretend they're like one of those famous celebrities, like. Zac Efron,、um, or like stuff like that, and then、um, you could they could pretend they're them, and then、um, ask like for your information and stuff like that. And because like you admire them so much, you would like give them your passwords and stuff like that. How about you, Mary? Are you worried about catfishing? Yes, very. Because well, yeah, with catfishing, someone it could be even it could be about fifty, sixty, and they could like well, Xavier basically said they could try and get find what you like and enjoy, and they can get they, if they do that, they can make them feel like you, that you can trust them enough, and they can try and get stuff off of you. And at one point, they'll probably they could, even if you said no, they they can use that power to try and persuade you to meet up. And if you do meet up, there's a chance you can probably get kidnapped. Brayden, you're being very quiet at the moment. What have you got to say about this? Well, I think it is a very big problem because most kids they don't really know about the problems of social media. Say if someone who found all their inf- information what they like and say like hey I'm this person, they would be like oh yeah that's so cool, and then they would get then they would trust them more and more, and then you meet up with them and it's someone totally different. Well, when you're eleven or twelve years of age, you probably don't think your way through a few things, and that's fair enough.、Um, I'm sixty one and I still don't think my way. Through some things, believe it or not.、Um, so I hear exactly what you're saying. The onus is really on the responsible parents and guardians to look after you kids. Let's go back to you, Sophia, for the final say on this one.、Mm-hmm. Do you think it's time that the wider community is educated more about the seriousness of the social impacts? Yeah, definitely. Like parents, like and adults, and like teachers, they should、um, learn to educate more more kids, like especially younger kids, because they could like. Use their parents' phones, and they like see other apps like texting apps and stuff like that, like Instagram, for example.、Um, and then they could like make friends with like random people online, and then you could like the other people would ask to like meet up and like other stuff. What would it be like a world without、uh, social media? Do you think we can live without the likes of social media? Yeah, probably. But then. I really like social media, and it's a great way to like entertain yourself. And like sometimes, like you know how COVID, 
like right now it's like going on right now um and then lockdown so then you can't really go outside to play with your friends and stuff like that so most of us are on social media yes, it's very relevant of course in the eastern states where covid has been a major problem of course local kids local schools john logan's school of thought welcome back to school of thought and this afternoon i have with me sophia mary xavier and brayden from yanchip rise primary school now, Braden, I understand that you love the creatures of our seas and that you're interested in marine biology. Is that right? Yes, that's true. What's your favourite creatures of the sea and what do you like about them? Uh, my favourite sea creature is probably the sea turtle because it's very different from other turtles as they can't retract into its shell and they keep all the seagrass short by eating it so that it doesn't harm all the other marine animals in the ocean. Got any other favourite ones of the sea? Uh, probably the basking shark. It's like this giant shark that has a really big mouth, a really big circular mouth, and it flo- and it goes around in the ocean, close to the surface, eating a, a bunch of krill. Every creature of the sea belongs in a certain place and an ecosystem, whatever that ecosystem happens to be. Isn't that the case? Yeah. And so every ecosystem is important, and of course we've got a number of ecosystems off the WA coast, haven't we? Yes, we do. Tell us about some of the ones that interest you. Well, I like how the anemone fish, more commonly known as the clownfish, hides in the anemone, and the anemone gives it protection, but the anemone fish, like, give, like it brings it back food. So every organism, every creature of the has sea... A, has has a, a place in the circle of life. Of course it does. And it's really important that we look after each creature of the sea as well, isn't it? Yes, it is, vi- it is vitally important that we look after the ocean. So pollution is always big time in the news, of course. What are the impacts on the creatures of the sea of pollution? Well, for example, if you were to chuck out a bunch of plastic single-use pr- plastic straws, one of the animals sea turtles eat are jellyfish and they might mistake the plastic straws for like their spindly leg things and try and eat them and then they'll suffocate and die. Would you like to see people do more, the human race do more that is, to protect the creatures of the sea? Yeah, I would love that. It would be like a birthday present. What do you think we could do better? I mean, do you think we should find companies who do the wrong thing more than we currently find them and the individuals for that matter who do the wrong thing? Yes, we should. So polluting of the sea is, of course, big news, as I mentioned before. Do you think education has a role in stopping the polluting of the sea? Yes, because it's telling children, this is happening, it should not be happening, it's destroying the earth, and we need to stop it. few adults could learn from that as well, I reckon. What do you think? Yeah, they should put more in the news about that. What do you think, Xavier? You're a logical thinker, you're a budding mathematician. How would you like to see some of the problems around pollution of the sea be addressed? I'd like them to be addressed by kids and even teenagers and adults being educated on all the negatives of pollution because then they are aware of what they're doing with the world. And of course those ecosystems that we were talking about earlier, if you do something to a creature of the sea then it affects the entire ecosystem, doesn't it? Yeah, So it is really big news, isn't it? Yes. And the impacts, they flow on, don't they? Yes, they do. So how do they flow on? So like Braden would like the circle of life when he said that, and the food chain, if something dies, that's its predator, 
has one less thing to eat and then if it keeps doing that and that over and over again, stuff could become endangered and even extinct. Very good answer. So, Thea, what are your views on the subject? Well, I think that we definitely need to do more to, like, stop pollution, like, in the oceans. And, like, kids, like, they're the next generation to save the oceans. Like, they could start protesting about how we need to save our oceans and, like, keep our, like, marine animals alive and well. Mary, do you think adults know enough about pollution, about sea creatures, about the ecosystems, the importance of the creatures of the sea? Probably not, because, like, which, you know, yeah, nowadays, most adults are more likely to be quite lazy, and when, say, they could be at the beach throwing a party, they're quite, they're known to just throw their trash on the ground, which causes the rubbish to lead into the ocean, which will end up killing most of the marine marine life that we have. And people who work in factories are, you know, commonly adults. They could be doing more to try and make the stuff they use, you know, biodegradable and we could we could probably go with less plastic than we have now. Speaking of plastic, I'll come back to you, Braden. I know you touched on this subject earlier and of course here in WA single use plastic should be banned within the next twelve months or so in effect. Is that a good thing? Yes, that is a very good thing. Because we could keep reusing our plastic over and over again and one, we wouldn't have to spend as much money on single use plastics and two, it'll help the ecosystem cope with less pollution. How do you reckon the other kids of the nations around the world will think about this? Do you think they'll be on the same page as you? They'll want to ban plastics? I hope so, because like you said, in the next 12 months or so, not, the kids in Western Australia aren't really going to have a choice, are they? They're not. That's so, so true. Hey, kids, it's been fantastic having you on the show here. Um, of course, School of Thought and our wonderful podcast uh, series here on Curtin FM, Curtin Radio. Just before we sign off, I'd like to give you the opportunity to shout out to someone. I'm going to start with you. Okay, Sophia, um, <laughs> go, go for it. <laughs> I would like to give a big shout out to my family, my mum, my siblings, all like everyone. Um, also, my friends, Chloe, uh, Haley, Mary, <laughs> um, Megan, Nico, Paige, Brayden and Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there. <laughs> Xavier's sitting right next to you now, so Xavier, you can uh, reciprocate or do what you like. <laughs> shout away. I would like to shout out my mum and my granddad who actually recently had his birthday. That's very nice. Um, Mary? I would like to give a shout out to both my parents and my, well, yeah, my entire family and everyone here at the podcast today. And Brighton? I would like to give a shout out to my family, my dog Bob, my year five teacher, Miss, Mrs. Gardner, and my friend Rowan, and maybe Zave. Thank you, kids. <laughs> Thank you, Sophia. Thank you, Xavier. Mary and Brighton. You're from, welcome. Of course, the Yanship Rise <laughs> Primary School. Until next time, it's goodbye and God bless.